Blog Talk Radio. Glory be to God. If you want to sow a seed, you can do so through PayPal 
or through Zell. And uh, all gifts are welcome, nothing too big or too small. So we just want to thank you for that. Now, I'd like to just go right ahead and get into our topic tonight because it is an exciting topic. Glory be to God. Our topic tonight is exposing the traditions of men in the church. Exposing the traditions of men in the church. And when I say the word men, I mean mankind. Glory be to God. Um, what brought this subject to uh, to the forefront? First of all, God laid it on the heart. And uh, Apostle and I, we were talking, and we decided we would do this segment because there's a very small resemblance between the first century church and the church of today. The first century church was full of power. They were casting out demons, laying hands on the sick. Uh, They were doing what Jesus did, raising the dead. They did uh, the things that Jesus did, glory be to God, because he empowered them when he sent the Holy Ghost on the day of Pentecost. Peter preached the first message to the church, and 3,000 souls got saved. They were added to the church. Glory be to God. And uh, what we are seeing today is the church of today has very little or no power because of, instead of adhering to the word of God, we uh, 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 decided to allow more of the world into the church. And the church has gotten into some things that uh, they think should be done but should not be done because there is a difference between good things and God things. I, uh, God things are things that the Lord um, ordain the things that he commanded us to do in his word, and um, they are written in the scripture. But good things are things that man comes up with on his own, and uh, he doesn't necessarily uh, run those things by God. So, you know, he decides, well, this looks good, and I think we ought to do a little bit of this, and yes, let's try some of this. And those are good things. They may be good things. Some of them are just downright uh, uh, crazy, if you ask me. But they may be good things, but they are not God things. God things will produce fruit, fruit of righteousness. God things are aligned with the word of God. Glory be to God. And God things are spirits breathe things. They they have life in them, so therefore they are going to produce life. Now, over the years, um, the church has allowed the traditions of men to take precedence in our services, and um, Jesus talked about that. So let's go to Mark, Mark chapter 7, and I want to read to you um, verses 6 through 13. Mark chapter 7, verses Six through 13. Glory be to God. He answered and said unto them, Well hath Isaiah prophesied of you hypocrites. It is written, This people honoreth me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. Howbeit in vain they do worship me, teaching for doctrine the commandments of men. 
for laying aside the commandments of God, ye hold the traditions of men as the washing of pots and cups and many other such like things ye do. And he said unto them, Full well ye reject the commandment of God that ye may keep your own tradition. Glory be to God. For Moses said, Honor thy father and thy mother, and whoso curses father or mother, let him die the death. But ye say, If a man shall say to his father or mother, It is corban, that is to say, a gift, by whatsoever thou mightest be profited by me, he shall be free. And ye suffer him no more to do aught for his father or his mother, making the word of God of none effect through your tradition, which ye have delivered, and many such like things do ye. So we are going to expose tonight. Apostle is my guest. Glory be to God. Uh, we're going to expose the tradition of men, uh, the things that are happening in the church that are not God things. Some of them are good things, but they're, if they're not God things, then we don't need to be doing them. Glory be to God. And so these things that uh, have crept into the church, the traditions of men, you know, we see uh, 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 TV ministries, they contribute greatly to this, and there's nothing wrong with having a ministry where that's televised, but uh, the, the focus seems to be on the outward appearance. Everything's got to look right. Glory be to God. And um, they want to look good uh, for the camera and are not concerned about the spiritual conditions of the hearts of men. Pastors are not teaching the word, but are hemming and hawing, and there's no teaching on the operation of the Holy Spirit. Therefore, there's no manifestation of the Holy Spirit in our services. Glory be to God. And so um, I'm going to invite Apostle to come on in and, and just share a little bit on this, and we'll go, you know, bounce back and forth with this. And um, we're going to expose the traditions of men in the church tonight. Well, I tell you, Evangelist Taylor, as you were speaking, the Holy Spirit gave me a lot of scriptures when you were speaking. Amen. And what we're dealing with, another Jesus, that's not like the Jesus that we know. We are dealing with a gospel that is another Jesus. And we Amen. are dealing with hypocrites, false pastors. Evangelist Taylor, we have an unclean spirit that's in the church. Can you give me Zechariah 13 too? Yes. Glory be to God. Yes, I would agree with that. It's a, it's a, it's a spirit uh, of, of lust in the church. It's, it's an it's unclean spirit. spirit. Mm-hmm. It's an unclean spirit. Glory it's in the church. God. It's in the pastor's. It's in the people. People be happy for single night. That's fornication night. Okay, okay. Ain't nobody dealing with fornication. 13.3. No, I'm sorry, 13.2. And it shall come to pass in that day, saith the Lord of hosts, that I will cut off the names of the idols out of the land, and they shall no more be remembered. And I will cause the prophets 
and the unclean spirit to pass out of the land. We got that spirit in the body of Christ and and what we have is rebels in the in, in the church. Is is that is yes. Sister Taylor? Give me give me Joshua twenty two eighteen, and then give me Joshua twenty two twenty nine. Okay, Joshua twenty two eighteen, and Joshua twenty two nine. Glory be to 20, God. 29. Okay. Okay, so 22-18. And twenty-two, twenty-nine. All right. Right. This is good already. It's good already. All right. Let's look at twenty-two, eighteen. But that ye must turn away uh, this day from following the Lord, and it will be seeing ye rebel today against the Lord, that tomorrow he will be wroth with the whole congregation. Of Israel. That's what we're dealing with All now. Right, let's rebels go to, in, in mm-hmm. 29, and let's go, 29. Okay. And God forbid that we should rebel against the Lord and turn this day from following the Lord to build an altar for burnt offering, for meat offerings, or for sacrifice beside the altar of the Lord our God. That is before his tabernacle. Now, give me Romans 10.3. Romans 10.3. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. See, this, this is, is, this exciting. is what's happening with the church. This is what's happening yes. with the church. Yes. All right. Romans 10.3 says, For they being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to establish, oh, this is so good, their own righteousness, have not submitted themselves Unto the righteousness of God. That's what we got. Now, here's how we get That's there. In, in the church today, I'm going to turn it over to you, Taylor. We go back and forth. I'm going to hit this advantage. I'm going to throw it back to you. Then you throw it back to me. Uh, right. Here's what we got. And then I'm going to give it to Vanity Taylor. We have another Jesus that they're preaching. Yes. And Paul warns that in Second uh, Corinthians chapter 11. Verse 4, for if he that come preacheth another Jesus, whom we have not preached, or if ye receive another gospel, which ye have not received, or another gospel which ye have not accepted. You see, this is the, this is the problem. The, the, the pastors in these churches are manipulating people. They don't care nothing about no Holy Ghost. They don't care nothing about no righteousness. All they want is your money. And they are creating an environment that is worshiping God based on how much you give to him. You got it, Vance Taylor? Yes. And you know, Apostle, I tell you the truth. I'm going to stay right here in Romans for a minute because uh, the Bible says that they have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God, but have established or going about to establish their own righteousness. And, you know, uh, this is so very, very true because we see this today. One of the things that the church is doing, they are praising men. They are worshiping yep. men. They are worshiping these pastors. And, and um, yep. uh-huh. And so everybody's 
worshiping the pastor, trying to get a position. They they feel like if I can just worship the pastor, I get closer to him, and then I can uh, get up higher in a position. And so they're praising pastors. And, you know, one thing that really stuck out with me this year is watching these pastors have these birthday celebrations in the church. Nowhere in Scripture will you find that we are told to celebrate the pastor's birthday. Now, the pastor has a birthday just like I got one, just like you got one. But the pastor's birthday should not be celebrated in the house of God. It must be, if it's going to be celebrated, let him celebrate it with his family. But they bring it into the house of God, and then everybody's got to pay money. Everybody's got to try to get a gift and get these certain colors for the pastor's anniversary. You got poor people that are on fixed incomes trying to celebrate the pastor's birthday. And then after you get through celebrating the pastor's birthday, then they come back and tell you, now we got to celebrate the first lady's birthday. And first of all, I want to deal with that first lady ministry. Don't forget the anniversary now. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. But but let me deal with that first lady mess. There is no such position in the scripture. The Bible says in Ephesians 4 and 11, and he gave some apostles and pastors and evangelists and prophets and teachers. Glory be to God. That's the fivefold. He didn't say anything about a first lady. The pastor's wife is simply the pastor's wife. She does not have a position. Now, if she is an evangelist, then she should operate in in that calling. But there is no such position as the first lady in the body of Christ. So you people that are listening to me tonight need to correct this and get this mess out of the house of God because we don't have to celebrate the pastor's birthday nor the first lady's birthday. And then, as Apostle said, these anniversaries. You know, I'm telling you something. I saw a church do this very recently. They were celebrating their 25th, uh, 20th uh, year anniversary. And to raise money, they celebrated it for almost six months. Now, there is no such uh, feast in the Bible where we are to celebrate the pastor's anniversary, the choir's anniversary, the usher's mm-hmm. anniversary, all That's these right. different anniversaries. If the yeah. church is going to have an anniversary celebration, it should be one day only, one day only. But these things are not ordained of God. These are what you would call good things, but they are not God things because it puts us into the worship of men. And God said he would no other, He would have no other God before us. We should not worship men. They got a soul to go to heaven or hell just like we do. We should not put them on a pedestal and worship them. Well, then let's talk about this licensure, because I ran into this in ministry. Uh, these ministries that want to license preachers, where can you find that in Scripture? There's no such thing. When Paul ordained Timothy, it was done through the laying on of hands and by the Holy Spirit. Nowhere in the scriptures will you find that they licensed anybody. Jesus did not license the disciples. He did not license them. He called them. He chose them. And he uh, taught them for three and a half years. And then when, he, when they fulfilled with the Holy Spirit, 
will you see where God ever licensed a man. But I'm going to tell you what that licensure thing is about. It's about money and control. Because if you don't do what they say do, they will take your license back. And they have to be re-licensed every year. And they have to pay this big absorbent fee to to get that license renewed. That is not scriptural, people. It is not. These are some of the things that the church is doing that is not godly. It's not godly. It's all about money. If I charge every preacher that's in my ministry $300 to renew their license, I know next year I got that money coming back to me. It's coming again and again and again. Every year you got to renew your license. The last time I was in a church, and I had been in this church for seven years, and they told me when I left, I had to turn in my license. I felt brokenhearted. I was crestfallen. I was like, you mean to tell me I've been here seven years and i got to leave empty-handed? And they said, yes, you can keep your ordination, but not your license. And since that was in 2007, I have never ran into a license check. Nobody ever asked me, are you licensed? You know what they want to know? Are you saved? Are you Holy Ghost fear? Are you called by God? That's the only thing people want to know today. I don't understand why the churches are doing this licensure mess when it's not of God. Come on in, Apostle. No, it's not of God. And the problem is it's performance. It's a scripture in the Bible that warns us when we are doing this type of behavior. And it is in the book of Peter. Okay. And if you go to Second Peter chapter 2, verse 3, I'm going to read something to you in Second Peter chapter 2, verse 3. This is what they do. And through covetousness shall they with F-E-I-G-N-E-D, fine words. Thanks. Amen. Make merchandise of you, whose judgment now of a long time lingereth not, and their damnation slumbereth itself. False teachers and pastors will commercialize the gospel, being experts yeah. in greed and in getting money from believers to enhance their ministries and influence lifestyles. Number one, believers must be aware that one of the chief methods of false ministers is to use F-E-I-G-N-E-D words to tell impressive but false stories or to give extravagance statistics in order to inspire God's people to give money. They glorify themselves and enhance their ministries with these fabricated uh, stories and testimonies. Thus, the unweary and sincere child of God becomes an object of exportation because these ministers defile God's truth and people with greed and deceit. They are assigned to condemnation and destruction. But because you who are in the church, you don't read nothing. You don't want to study nothing. You don't, you're lazy. And you like to sit in these churches, you really like being tricked. Oh, foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth whom Christ Jesus Christ and the said before you, Galatians 3.1. We got issues in the church. We got people in the church that's ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth, 2 Timothy 3.7. Ain't learning nothing. 
Nothing. Yes, apostles. And let me They're tell you They're not learning something. nothing. Nothing. You cannot find anywhere in the scripture where God ever sent a prophet to deliver a word that the person who the word was for had to pay money to get that word. That's right. That is not scriptural. If you got to pay money to get a word from God, that word cannot be from God. That's right. And these people who have no word in them, they They turn around and say, I told he he got a word for me, but he said I got to pay $200 first. Then you need to keep your $200 because that word is not from God. I just want to read uh, from 1 Peter chapter 2. It says, knowing this first, that no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation. For prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but by holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. So when these prophets come and tell you they got a word from the Lord, but you got to give $200 to get this word, that word is not from God. That's trickery. That's manipulation. And that is a false prophet. That's the sign of a false prophet. And uh, Peter was condemning this. He said the opposite of true revelation is the message of false prophets and false teachers who deceive God's flock and bring in damnable heresies. These heresies, which are unorthodox teachings, include an open denial of Christ himself. Denying that the Lord brought them indicates that Christ's atonement of pit potentially extends to all men, including these false teachers who reject him. Therefore, they will experience destruction because they themselves will be deceived by their own teaching and continue to reject the way of truth. They don't want anything to do with truth. They only want your money. That's what these false prophets are all about. And we continuously flock to them and continuously give them their money. But when a true man of God or a true woman of God come along, and you can tell that by the Spirit that this person is of God, you withhold from blessing them. You withhold uh, from the ox that treadeth out the corn. But you love the false prophets who come and prophesy to you in the name of the Lord. Yeah, we gotta wake yeah. up. Another another one of the traditions of men, you know, I've been in services, in worship services where the glory literally came down and the cloud filled the room, like when Solomon dedicated the temple in uh uh, uh in uh, First Chronicles. But let me tell you something. Today we don't have the glory. So guess what they do? They bring in these smoke machines and try to make it appear like it's the glory. Uh, let me tell you something. I came out the world, and when I was in the world, we used to go hear Funkadelic and Bootsy Collins and George Clinton, and they did the same thing. They brought the smoke machines in on the stage and uh, uh, made the place look real cloudy and everything. Well, why is the church doing this when if you fast and pray, and seek God's face, if the preacher is anointed, if the worship is anointed, 
the glory will come down and fill God's house. We don't have to bring in no smoke machine. We don't have to do that. That's trickery. That looks good on the camera, but that is not the real glory. That's not God's glory. And the people are being deceived by this. And then they do other things, such as uh, 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 there's a lack of true worship. Everybody wants to sing their song. And when sister so-and-so is singing, oh, I love to hear her sing. But there's no true worship. Worship comes from deep within. You don't even have to have music to worship the Lord. Worship, it's an extension of your heart for God. But they have to have uh, this emotionalism and all this entertainment and bring in these smoke machines. And that is not, that is not scriptural. All of those things are not scriptural. Come on in, Apostle. They bring in preaching uh, uh, preachers who have to have a contract. They got to have a contract to come to your church and preach. Now, that is ridiculous because either you've been called by God or you haven't. Right. So they want you, they want you to right. bring, they, they, they'll send you a contract and tell you yeah. this is what they have to have to come to your church. Where can and you find that in Scripture? Where can you, you find you, that in Scripture? Can't find it's it. Not it's, not, it's not in the Bible. It's not in the Bible. So Events, if, if, if a wanted me to come to his church and I gave him a contract saying I got to have X amount of money, I got to stay in this hotel, I got to fly on this type of plane in first class, you know what? I possibly need to say to me, uh, evangelist, uh, uh, we won't, I'm sorry, you, we, 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 we won't be able to bring you in um, uh, because you don't fit our criteria. In other words, I'm not meeting biblical criteria. Biblical criteria. But these prophets, these apostles, all these people, they got contracts now that you got to sign before they come and preach one word. That's sad. That's sad. It is pitiful. It is pitiful. And we wonder why there's no anointing. Why there's no anointing. Even the worship leaders, they don't fast. They don't fast. How do you expect to be anointed if you don't spend some time in the presence of the Lord? If you don't get in God's presence and all you do is get up and sing because you have a beautiful voice, there's no anointing on your voice. You know, no Taylor, yes. a, a, lot of, a lot of people, oh, shit, I cut up about, give me Jeremiah 14, 14. Amen. Glory this is what God. they want. This, this is what they want. Now, this is what people want. Okay, here we go. Then the Lord said unto me, the prophet, whoo, prophesy lies in my name. I sent them not, neither have I commanded them, neither spake unto them. They prophesied unto you a false vision and divination and a thing of naught of the deceit of their hearts. So this is not That's even new. Yeah, this is not even no. new. This is this, this ain't, this Jeremiah ain't talked about it. Jeremiah talked about it. Now, what we got, evangelists, in Christianity today, 
In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost. It came back. Evangelist Taylor, what we have is true pastors and we got some false pastors. And the Bible gives us a warning. If Christians would just read the Bible, my God, Ephesians 3, 4 say, whereby when ye read, you Christians need to read the Bible so you won't be deceived. Set yourself Amen. down and stop trying to find a fast, quick word. Give me a word. You ain't got no word in you to test the word at all. Nothing. Nothing in you. And then what you do is you get trapped. You get trapped. And then you come under the responsibilities of these types of pastors in Ezekiel 34, 1 through 10. Advantage State, I'm going to turn it over to you. Give me Ezekiel 34, 1 through 10. All right, here we go. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Ezekiel 34 and 1 through 10. I tell you, this is good. This is good. Here we are right here. Ezekiel 34. And the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. Prophesy and say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God unto the shepherds, Woe be to the shepherds of Israel that do feed themselves. Should not the shepherds feed the flock? Ye eat the fat, and ye clothe you with the wool. Ye kill them that are fed, but ye feed not the flock. The diseased have ye not strengthened, neither have ye healed that which was sick, neither have ye bound up that which was broken, neither have ye brought again that which was driven away, neither have ye sought that which was lost. But with force and with cruelty have ye ruled them. And they were scattered because there is no shepherd. And they became meat to all the beasts of the field when they were scattered. My sheep wandered through all the mountains and upon every high hill. Yea, my flock was scattered upon all the face of the earth, and none did search or seek after them. Therefore, ye shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. As I live, saith the Lord God, surely because my flock became a prey and my flock became meat to every beast of the field because there was no shepherd, neither did any shepherd search for my flock, but the shepherds fed themselves and fed not the flock. Therefore, O ye shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God, behold, I am against the shepherds and I will require my flock at their hand and cause them to cease from feeding the flock. Neither shall the shepherds feed themselves anymore, for I will deliver my flock from their mouth, that they may not be meat for them. You see, this is an indictment against the pastors who allow all of these false prophets to come into their churches and uh, extract money out of the saints mm-hmm. of God. They come in with these Drain lying them. prophecies. They come in and say yep. great swelling words, and they deceive yep. people, run off with people's 401K, run off with people's houses and car keys. They run off with everything and leave the church. They rape whole churches and leave the church, the women. They leave silly women captive, and they take all the money, and they abscond to another city, and they do it all over again. God said you have fed not the flock, 
you pastors, but you fatten yourselves and you eat all the meat you take from the flock and you eat all the meat and my people go hungry. He said, I'm going to remove you from shepherding my flock because you are no shepherds. You are nothing but hirelings. God is going to take from you, glory be to God, what he has given you. He's going to take it back from you, glory be to God, because you care not for his flock. Evangelist, give me Jeremiah 25. Jeremiah 25, 34. 25, 34. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 34 to 38. How, ye shepherds, and cry and wallow yourselves in the ashes, ye principal of the flock, for the days of your slaughter and of your dispersion are accomplished, and ye shall fall like a pleasant vessel, and the shepherd shall have no way to flee, nor the principal of the flock to escape. A voice of the cry of the shepherd and a howling of the principal of the flock shall be heard, for the Lord has spoiled their pasture. And the peaceable habitations are cut down because of the fierce anger of the Lord. You see, God is tired of you taking advantage of his people. He has forsaken his cohort as the lion, for their land is desolate because of the fierceness of the oppressor and because of his fierce anger. And let me start in Jeremiah 23, verse 9. My heart within me is broken because of the prophets. All my bones shake. I am like a drunken man and like a man whom wine has overcome because of the Lord and because of the words of his holiness. The land is full of adulterers because of swearing the land mourneth. The pleasant places of the wilderness are dried up and the course is evil and their force is not right for both prophets and priests are profane. Yea, in my house I have found their wickedness. Wherefore, their way shall be upon them as slippery ways in the darkness. They shall be driven on and fall therein. I will bring evil upon them, even the year of their visitation, saith the Lord. I have seen folly in the prophets of Samaria. They prophesied in Baal and caused my people to err. I have seen also in the prophets of Jerusalem a horrible thing. They commit adultery and walk in lies. They strengthen also the hands of evildoers, and none doth return from his wickedness. They are all of them unto me as Sodom, and on the inhabitants thereof as Gomorrah. Evangelist Taylor, give me God Jeremiah said, 50, verse 6. Glory be to God. The, the word moving tonight. The word moving tonight. Yes. The word that's the word. Yes. It's coming yes. straight out the Bible. So y'all can't say we made nothing, nothing this up. Jeremiah fifty verse six. I stick to scripture. Yes. Glory be to God. My people have been lost sheep. Their shepherds called, have caused them to go astray. They have turned away on the mountain. They have gone from mountain to hill. They have forgotten their resting place. All that found them have devoured them, and their adversaries said, We offend not because they have sinned against the Lord, the habitation of justice, even the Lord, the hope of their fathers. Yep. Also, give me the shit about that side. Jeremiah 51, 23. 
Amen. Glory be to God. We thank the Lord. Lord for bagging up. The Lord is bagging us up with scriptures. He's bagging us up with yes. scripture. I will also break in pieces with thee the shepherd and his flock. And with thee I will break in pieces the husbandman and his yoke of oxen. With thee will I break in pieces the captors and rulers. Glory be to God. You see, the Lord is tired. He's tired. He's tired. He's tired. But let me, for those listening, I'm going to give this back to you, Sister Taylor. Um, The Lord gave this to me. For those who don't know what a true pastor is supposed to do, a good shepherd must stand before God, according to Jeremiah 49, 19. He's supposed to stand before God in cleanliness and in righteousness, according to Jeremiah 50, verse 44. He must not be able to please man, Galatians 1, 9. A good shepherd must be able to hear the word and the voice of God through his spirit, by the Holy Spirit. His family and house must be in order. He can't be no pastor married to no woman, no, no man. Tell me that's a husband, man. That ain't, that ain't, that ain't, that's not happening. He no, must be led by the Holy Ghost. That's not scripture. He must be led by the Holy Ghost, Luke twelve eleven. He should be able to see in the Spirit and have nine, at least nine, seven, nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. Also, he must have the mind of Christ and must fear the Lord, yes. Psalms twenty five fourteen. And there is no fear of the Lord with these pastors. You got it, Vanessa. Beware of false. This is Matthew chapter seven. Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. You see, that's what happens. They come in the church, and a ravening wolf is a devourer. He's going to come in and eat up everything. He's going to uh, make merchandise of you. He's going to take your goods and take your money. And this is what they come in and do. They are rapists. They rape whole churches, and, and, and they take off with everything. Uh, one lady said they took off 401K money. She, they took it all. She said she had $20,000, and they took it all. But the pastor had to allow that false prophet in there. So he really released that false prophet on his own sheep, on his own sheep. And see, God is not pleased with this. And the pastor might say, well, I didn't know. I didn't know you should have the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost should have told you what kind of man that was you was bringing in your church. The Holy Ghost should have told you. And they'll tell you, uh, 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 they make these money lines. And I even heard, I heard a woman taking up the offering. I was so vexed in my spirit. She began to sing a song that I used to sing. It was by the OJs when I was in sin. She began to sing, money, 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 money. And I couldn't believe she sang it in the pulpit while she was taking up the offering. You see, she exposed herself. She exposed herself for who she really was. And the pastor did not correct her. The pastor did not stop her from singing that song. She was told to get up and take up the offering, and she got up and sang that song. In the house of God, what business does uh, a a woman of God have singing a, a song by the OJs in the house of God while taking up the offering. That's not how you receive an offering. You simply ask the people to give. 
But see, they bring in all these things. They allow all these worldly things to come into the church. Uh, there's a lack of true worship. Now they even got coffee houses in the church, and everybody's dressing casual now. Uh, just come in and put your feet up and, you know, lay back and treating the house of God like a common thing. The house of God is not a common thing. We don't need to be drinking coffee in the house of God. We become too lax. And I'm going to tell you something, that breeds the spirit of familiarity. And when the spirit of familiarity hits the house of God, you, you, that's when they go to cussing and going on. That's the next thing. And the Bible says, let no filthy communication proceed out of your mouth. And they cussing over the pulpit. The pastors are cussing over the, the preachers are cussing yeah. over the pulpit, releasing the spirit of blasphemy onto the people. Then when the whole church, next thing you know, the whole church is cussing. Yep. These things are not of God. These are the traditions of men. And instead of praising and worshiping the Lord, I have seen, I've seen videos of them doing the electric slide in the house of God. I said, my God, what is wrong? No fear. No fear of God. The fear of God is missing. They have no holy reverence for the things of God. They're doing the electric slide in the house of God. These are the traditions of men. And it's unholy music. I listened to some music the other day, and they called it. Uh, the young man, he, he, they said it's a gospel CD, but uh, I, didn't hear, I didn't hear the name of Jesus. <laughs> Not one time. <laughs> Church. 
As Apostle yep. read earlier, that unclean spirit is now in the church. Spirit yep. of lust. That's why you got to be real careful about letting people lay hands on you. Because the spirit of know. lust, a lot mm-hmm. of these pastors are lusting. Yeah, lusting after money, lusting after women, lusting after position, yeah. pride. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm so very these, blessed to be grateful to have a... I'm blessed to have an internet radio station. I don't have to deal with that. That it's something about church organization that leaves out the deliverance ministries. This is impossible. It's impossible. It is it's impossible. Just, it's, it's impossible, evangelist, for somebody to change. And you know, deliver, I mean, you got a demon in you, and these people half the pastors don't even believe in demons. No, you know, because they too busy. They have hey, fashion shows and a hundred women in white hats and uh, talent shows. Yeah, the church having talent shows now. They say, come and showcase what? your talent. Yes. Yes, they are having talent shows now. Come and showcase your talent. Instead of using your talent to glorify God. They are having talent shows. And fashion shows and a hundred women in white hats. I never did understand that. I said, what do a hundred women in white hats have to do with the kingdom of God? What are they going to do once they get the white hats on? Absolutely nothing. You know what? It's all about man. They promote man. Just promote man. Yeah. So you got a hundred women in white hats. Well, what good is that? Can they cast out devils? Can they lay hands on the sick? Can they raise the dead? No. They just 100 women in white hats. Yeah, that looks good, but they don't have no power. And these are the traditions of men that we see in our churches today. And there's a lack of teaching. There's a lack of discipleship. Nobody is being discipled. Let me tell you something. When you get new converts, somebody's got to spend time with them. Somebody's got to teach them because a baby Christian is going to do just what a baby does. It spits up on itself. It poops on itself. It makes messes. You've got to train them. A baby Christian can't even walk. You've got to teach them how to walk upright before the Lord. You've got to teach them the way of holiness. And so they get them in there and they make them say the sinner's prayer, and after they say that, then they throw them back into the congregation on their own. And this is why so many baby Christians don't make it, because nobody is discipling them. These people got to be taught. Sometimes you got to hold their hand. Another thing, too, Evangelist Taylor, people need to see the power in operation. Evangelist Taylor, give me Acts 1-1. Amen. I'm there. The former treaties have I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do and teach. Until today, and with do and teach. They're not doing it. They're not doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. That's by example. He did it and then he showed he taught them and he showed them. Glory be to God. That's right. Until the day they, in which he was right, taken right. up. That's After right. that, he, through the Holy Ghost, had given commandments 
unto the apostles whom he had chosen. See, you got too many apostles, they're just deciding they want to be apostles. No, you got to be yeah. chosen by God. That's right. To whom also he showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs, being seen of them 40 days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. You see, they don't, they don't, they don't, they don't even know what the kingdom is. They don't, they don't even to. mention the kingdom. In these churches. Let me see. No, there ain't anything about that. Another thing, too, um, let me see, can I find it, Lord? Uh, where is that? I just got to look at that, Second Corinthians. A lot of these people call themselves apostles. They like the title. But a true apostolic, apostolic apostle suffers. But they don't want to talk about that now. Now, no. now, now, the word says in Second Corinthians eleven two, are they Hebrews? So am I. Are they Israelis? So am I. Are they the seed of Abraham? So am I. Are they the members of Christ? I speak as a fool. I am more in labor, more abundant in stripes, above more in prison, more frequently in death, often. Of the Jews, five times received forty stripes and saved one. So he got hit with stripes on his back five times. These pastors ain't suffered like that. Twice was uh-uh. I beaten with rods. Once was I, once I was stoned twice and suffered ship, shipwreck. At night and day I had been in deep sleep, in journeys often, in piers of water, in piers of robbers. He'd have been robbed. In piers by his own countrymen. In peers by the heathen, in peers in the city, in peers in the wilderness, in peers in the seas, in peers among false brethren. That's what we got, a lot of false brethren called us. This is a true apostle. In weariness, in painfulness, in watching often, in hunger, in thirst, in fasting often, in cold and in nakedness. Besides those things that are without that which come upon me daily, the care of all the churches who is weak, am I not weak? Who is offended, and I burn not? If I must need glory, I will glory the things which concern my infirmities. The God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which is blessed forevermore, knoweth that I lie not. A lot of you apostles can't say that because you ain't suffering worth nothing. You're just sucking up money, hustling people. So I was in the street before I was a minister. I sold cocaine and ran guns. You know, I'm going to say this to Vanity Taylor, and I'm going to give it back to you. I, did, I didn't know the Lord. I, I had got saved, and then I backslid it, and I met this um, young girl. We're still friends. She's, she's a member of the Internet Radio. We're still friends. We used to date a long time ago. Her name Anita Tate. I called her Tweety Bird. Her mother used to be the speechwriter for Dr. Martin Luther King, and, and I met, you know, was around her a lot. We used to go to church a lot. So she came into this church. Now, I'm, I, here I am, an aircraft mechanic at night, selling about an ounce of cocaine every night, making about $3,000 a night. And, you know, and I ain't never liked it to see pastors rip people off. So I went to a, a, a pastor's appreciation, and she invited me. And, you know, I was a hardcore gangster back then, man. And I, I carried a forty caliber. It was cocked and ready. It, I mean, I was ready to shoot in a minute. So I'm in the place, and the preacher, he come up with Vanish Taylor. The first day they came up on the altar. Now, I wasn't even saved when I saw this. And they escorted the first lady and given the Bible. And the table came for the food. They had lobster, caviar, champagne, oh, my God, lamb chops, 
Shasan Fafalua from Italy. I mean, or just cost two, three thousand dollars. Then they had another table, and they had chicken and rice, collard greens, and a little sandwich, you know, for the other people. Uh, and then, and the preacher said, the, the man, <laughs> the man said, "Do you hear anything you got to say about this?" I, I stood up and said, "Yeah, man. I was in the world now." I said, "Nigga, what are you doing?" I'm a drug dealer, nigga. What are you doing doing this SHIT in the church, man? I mean, I was defending God, didn't even know the word. I pulled my gun out on him. I said, hell no, give me that money. I pulled a gun on him. Get get down here and sit down here, and you eat this chick. Where them old people there? Y'all bring them up here and get them some of this. this come on, baby, and get some of these vibes. Nigga, shut up before I shoot you. <laughs> I embarrassed my girlfriend. <laughs> If that's Taylor, I did six months in jail, but I did defend the Lord, and I didn't know. Now I look back, that was the spirit of God in me. I ain't like that mess then, and I'm saving. Don't like it now. Apostle, <laughs> you were just ahead of your time. You were just ahead of your time. I pulled a gun on the she said, what you finna do? I said, I'm finna bust a cap in this nigga was selling these, this, this doing, and I was cussing. And the old women back there smiled. said, come on, mama, and get you one of these lobsters. I said, nigga, shut down before I shoot you. And they're all eating lobsters. I said, you're going to eat this chicken. Hey, now, you see how this feels? And I, I said, you see how S-H-I-T this is? Now, how you feel uh-huh. eating this? And I was real. So they, Atlanta police came and put me in jail. I was in the right street for six months. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. That is hilarious. But you know what, Apostle? What you had was a righteous indignation. I was, it was mad. A That's why I didn't want to be no. I didn't want to be no pastor because I was watching the Creflo Dollar and he wasn't impressing me. I said, This ain't. This ain't, man, this ain't me. And boy, when I heard Derek Prince talking about generational curses and demons, I woke up. I woke up. I woke up. I was mad then. And it's like that today. Pastors, you, you know, First John 5, 21 says, My dear children, present thyself away from idols. I, there are people in Jamaica calling me, telling me, well, I, uh, I got to ask the pastor, should I marry that man? I said, wait, wait a minute now. Who, who told you you got to ask the pastor? Well, he said you got to come to him. You better, he's not Jesus Christ. He's not your Lord and Savior. You got to go to the Lord. That's who you better go to. Because, see, guess what? The pastor ain't going to have to live with that man either. Exactly. Yeah, you, now, you better go to the shocking. Lord. Saying, I got something very shocking. I think we told you before, this is really true. And uh, this is what's going on in church. Chaplain Durden, can you hear me? Yes. Uh, can you briefly, about two minutes, about the Triple Crown Bishops? The ball jacket and all this. Now, this is in the church now. These are churches, racist, racist churches calling, telling they're going to, a triple crown bishop is not in the Bible. Don't they say that, Brother John, triple crown bishop? That is correct. It's not, it's not in the table. That's not in the Bible. That's not in the Bible. They make That's it. That's not. Where y'all get that from? It's triple crown bishop. The Bible says the bishop is the husband of one wife. I don't qualify to be a bishop because I've been married once. And most of them have been married once. You know what? But they still made them bishop. It's a money thing. I would thing. qualify. It's, it's, I would never take that position. I don't qualify. Lord have And you know what? Advantage said, I've learned about these churches. I'm so glad we talked about this. 
they what they do because they did that at greater works in uh, up in jamaica this 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 dude get on my radio station and he get on that when the covert virus came on i think i told you about that he said send in 199 dollars i will give you four scriptures for healing for the covert virus now the bible tells me that by his stripes i'm healed first peter 224 first six ten says we're bought with a price so what i'm doing Allowing this man on this radio station. Time I said that, Ruthie called me. She said, you got a lot of Israeli audience about to cut you off. I said, I got the wow. message. I called that man. I said, hey, man, you got to get off my radio station. There ain't nowhere in the Bible you got to charge somebody to give them some scriptures in exchange for money. That has no, Jesus never did that on his no, no. in his ministry. He said, freely you have received, freely give. And he also said that the Son of Man had not a place to lay his head. My God, so this, this, my this, God. This, 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 the Son of Man has not a place to lay his head. That is in the Bible. The Son of Man has not a place to lay his head. Matthew eight twenty, And Jesus said to him, The foxes have holes, and the birds of the heaven have nests. Birds of the heaven. That's not earthly birds that's heavenly they have a nest but God what Jesus was saying is that his throne is in heaven that's why he have a place to lay his head on earth because he came on earth to destroy the works of the devil that's exactly right and if these pastors are not dealing with destroying the works of the devil and how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil then they're not fulfilling the gospel of what Jesus intended that the pastors and preachers are supposed to fulfill. Also, when Jesus began his earthly ministry in Mark 3.15, the Bible says that he called 12 to him that they preached. I'll go to Mark 3.15, Advantage Taylor. Let me let the word say it. There are three things. Holy mm-hmm. Spirit said that you do that. There are, I just heard the Lord say, be quiet. And he just gave me, uh, it, the Holy Spirit, just, it just left me. And he ordained Which, twelve that they should be with him, that he might send them forth to preach, and to have power to heal sicknesses and to that's cast one. out devils. That's two. What's the next? Okay. One? Power to heal yep. sicknesses and to cast out devils. They ain't doing it. No, they're not doing that. They're not doing that. They're not doing that. And he ordained them the that they should do it. He ordained. They did now not, that's the ordination. And they did not have to pay for no licenses. Thank you. Thank you. No, Thank they you. did not have to pay for no license. And the Bible says, I want to say this to those greedy, ravenous wolves that are listening to us tonight. The Bible says in, in Matthew chapter 6, Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. But the light of the body is the eye. And if therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. But if thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. 
If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness. No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. Ye cannot serve God and mammon. That is for those greedy preachers. They're trying to have heaven here on earth. They're trying to get all the money they can. They want money, money, money. They're going to be like the man who had so much money, and he had to build bigger barns to put his money in. And then he still had so much money, he said, I'm going to tear down my barns and build bigger barns. And the angel of the Lord said to him, Thou fool, tonight thy soul will be required of thee. You see, you can't take it with you. You might have all the money in the world, you greedy foxes that are taking money from these poor little old women on fixed incomes, these grandmothers on fixed incomes. You're taking all their money, but you can't take it with you. And so you're going to either lay up treasures in the earth and somebody else is going to spend it, foxes and thieves are going to break in and steal it, or you're going to lay up treasures in heaven. So you have a choice. Joshua told the children of Israel, choose ye this day whom you will serve. You have to make up your mind. It's either you're going to serve the Lord or you're going to serve the devil. You have to make up your mind because you can't serve two masters. First Timothy. First Timothy chapter First six. Tim- you read chapter six, seven, eight, nine, ten. This, this is for these uh pastors who are ripping people off with their money. I got the Lord got something for them. First Timothy chapter six, verse six, seven, eight, nine, and ten. But godliness with contentment <clears throat> is great gain. For we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain. We can carry nothing out. And having food and raiment, let us be there with content. But they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare, and into many foolish and hurtful lusts, which drown men in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after, they have added from the faith and pierce themselves through with many sorrows. Zephaniah okay. chapter one one and Zephaniah chapter one verse eighteen. Okay, here we the go. Holy, the Holy Spirit Zephan- moved, the Holy Spirit's moving tonight. Zephaniah what apostle? Chapter one verse eleven and one verse eighteen. All right, here we go. Zephaniah one Glory be to God. 11, Verse 11 and 118. All right. How ye inhabitants of Maktash, for all the merchant people are cut down. All they that bear silver are cut off. Glory be to God. Yeah. Verse 18. Yeah. Neither their silver nor their gold shall be able to deliver them in the day of the Lord's wrath. But the whole land shall be devoured by fire for uh, of his jealousy, for he shall make even a speedy riddance of them. My God, that 
dwell in the land. <laughs> That's the Lord. God said he, gonna get, he said he's going to get rid of them quick. Yeah, he will get rid of them. And see, another thing yeah. the Holy Spirit's showing me too, Evangelist, I'm going to give it back to you. I'm really hearing, as you're talking, Evangelist, this stuff is coming up by my spirit. I ain't got no scriptures or nothing. Amen. Uh, what happens when there's no deliverance ministry in the church and parents don't know nothing about demons in their children or they don't know nothing about demons in themselves or in the wife, there's not going to be no growth in the person's walk of God at all. Yes. And because of that, children can make other children cease from fearing the Lord because a child must have the word of God by observing the head of the house, which is the husband. That don't mean that he head over the woman. They're both of them one in the spirit now. When y'all say head, that's a different subject. Because we're going to have to, we're going to have to do something about that. I'm the, yeah. I'm the husband thing. We're going to we're gonna have to get together and take that down because that, that ain't working with me. Because that's a, that's a wrong misconception of scripture. But what happens is when the children don't see the father's change in this state tradition in the church, did you know that without deliverance that other children can make other children cease from fearing the Lord? That's in Joshua chapter 22, Evangelist Taylor, verse 25, 26, 27, and 28. Read that real quick because when you don't have deliverance in the church, this is what you get. They, they go down to the children, man. Wow. Wow. Joshua 22. 25, 26, 27, and 28. Okay, here we go. For the Lord has made Jordan a border between us, ye children of Reuben and children of Gad. Ye have no part in the Lord. So shall your children make our children cease from fearing the Lord. Therefore, we said, let us, let us now prepare to build us an altar, not for burnt offering, nor for sacrifice, but that it may be a witness between us and you and our generations after us, that we might do the service of the Lord before him with burnt offerings and with our sacrifices and with our peace offerings, that your children may not say to our children in time to come, ye have no part in the Lord. Therefore said we that it shall be when they should say, when they should so say to us or to our generation in time to come, that we may say again, behold the pattern of the altar of the Lord, which our fathers made, glory be to God, not for burnt offerings, nor for sacrifices, but it is a witness, good God Almighty. Between us and you. No deliverance wow. in the church. It passes down to children. It's, it it causes a problem in the church. You got people get saved in the church. They got a demon in them. They don't know what's making them fornicate. They still fornicate spiritually. Fornicate gluttony. It doesn't matter whatever it is. You have to. If there's no church to have a deliverance ministry, y'all need to leave there. And stop sending and giving these people your money because it's not going to work like that. The children's bread is available for Christians, but these pastors don't want to deal with no demons. They, they don't have to deal with no demons. They don't want. They don't want to turn up being like the son of Steve over there in Acts nineteen thirteen. 
And I'm going to tell you something to those of you who won't take heed to this word tonight. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to tell you what's going to happen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. It says, see that ye refuse not him that speaketh. For if they escape not who refused him that spake on earth, much more shall not we escape if we turn away from him that speaketh from heaven, whose voice then shook the earth. But now he hath promised, saying, yet once more, I will shake not the earth also only, but also the heavens. And this word, yet once more, signifies the removing of those things that are shaken, as of things that are made, that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. Wherefore, we receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved, let us have grace whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear, for our God is a consuming fire. I'm going to tell you something. We're witnessing the shaking right now. Earthquakes in diverse places. The shaking is happening. Wars and rumors of wars. The shaking has begun. And God said he's going to shake everything that can be shaken so that only that which cannot be shaken would remain. There's some stuff that has tried to attach itself to the body of Christ, but you are not a part of the body of Christ. You are not really rooted and grounded in the kingdom of God. You just have attached yourself uh, to make it appear that you are with us. But God said, I'm going to shake out everything that can be shaken so that only that which cannot be shaken would remain. That's everything that's not anchored in the Lord. If your soul is not anchored in the Lord, glory be to God, you had better get things right with God tonight. If you have been found guilty of any of these things that we have talked about tonight, you better fall on your knees and do what the scripture says. The scripture says, repent. Repent. Yes. If you've been taking yes. money from God's people, if you've been stealing yes. in the name of the Lord, if you've been proper lying, telling lies to people so that you can get money out of this, you have better fall on your knees tonight and repent because the shaking has already begun. And I'm going to tell you something. Those of you that are watching what's going on in Israel tonight, guess what? The United States will not be spared. We will not be spared. We will not be spared. You better get things right. Get your house in order. Because judgment will begin at the house of God. The shaking, it's already begun. It's already it begun. Uh, Evangelist Taylor, give me Numbers chapter 32, verse 23. Amen. Glory be to God. Numbers 32, verse 23. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. I'm enjoying this, Apostle. Amen. I'm enjoying this teaching. 32, verse 23. But if ye will not do so, behold, ye have sinned against the Lord. And be sure your sin will find you out. My God. (laughs) God ain't playing tonight. Brothers and sisters, me and Sister Sister Dayton, my spirit, me and Sister Taylor have not planned this. 
This is the Holy Spirit. No. This is the presence of the Holy Ghost. We did not study this. We just decided that this was what God wanted us to talk about tonight. But we have not communicated. As a matter of fact, uh, Apostle posted this last week, but we have not communicated since then. At we all. have not communicated. So, he, he didn't say, well, I'm going to say this, and you say that. No, we did not do that. <laughs> see, we don't have to take a script. Give me Luke 9, 1 and 2, because, see, we are one in Christ and the Holy Ghost. Luke 9, 1 and 2, see, we don't need no script. You see, no. a true pastor don't need no script. We don't, you don't need that. You don't need to write out no sermons. Doctors of the law. I got something for the doctors after you give me that. See, Sister Taylor, when I told okay. that scripture, it left my spirit. What, what, what was it I said? Luke 9 and 1 and 2. That's right. Okay. Then he called his 12 disciples together. Woo! I feel the Holy Ghost. And gave them power and authority over all devils and to cure diseases. And he sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. That was verse 2. And now, he said, take if, nothing for your journey, neither no, stage no, nor script nor bread nor money, never have two coats of peace, and whatsoever house you enter in to abide there and thence depart. And whosoever will not receive you, when you go out of that city, shake off the very dust from your feet for a testimony against them. You see, he said, take no script. I, I got That's to right. jump on you theologians. You theologians, you're messing people up. I got something for them. Give me Luke 5, 517. These are these, these, these educated enemies of God. Luke 517. Y'all already in the Bible. God got y'all. Okay. God know y'all. And if y'all sitting on these doctors, Leroy, Benjamin, ain't no doctor. The Bible says apostles, pastors, teachers, and evangelists. He ain't saying about no doctor. Nope. Luke, Luke 5 Luke and 517. And it shall come to pass on a certain day, as he was teaching, that there were what? Pharisees and doctors of the law. That's what we Sing got now that. today. Yeah, Pharisees and doctors of the law, sitting by, which were every town of Galilee, in Judea and Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was present woo, to heal them. <laughs> See that? Educated enemies of God, we're talking to you too, especially y'all theologians. Y'all are pitiful. Uh-huh. Y'all and are educated no enemies of God. Y'all ain't got no power. They ain't got no power. Got, let me tell you what I experienced, Advantage Taylor. I don't lie because a false testimony, Advantage Taylor, is a lie. It is. I won't do that. I witnessed this. I went to a white guy called me, a white pastor. And he'd been a Baptist pastor for 25 years. Now, Sister Taylor, this man don't speak in tongues at all, nothing. Anyway. His daughter yearned for attention, and sometimes pastors can have children, and they'll sacrifice their children to be doing all this church work. That ain't being a pastor. You got to take care of your home first. So make a long story yeah. short, she got to Satanism. She went to a coven. She started messing around with narcomancers, communicating to the dead, clairvoyancy, okay. mediums. 
crystal balls, uh, looking through the future, uh, astral projection coming out of her body. Then she moved on into Satanism, and then she became a bride of Satan. So she had to have a uh, drink human blood, eat a human heart, and they drink the, and eat the flesh of their victims as in eating the body and blood of Christ. They're mocking Christ. Yeah, so yeah. He called me. He called me. He said, "Is this a, a, a live deliverance in that radio? You a deliverance minister? You you cast out demons? Please help me." And I heard some growling, and the Lord told me to go. Evangelist Taylor, <laughs> Lord have mercy. Gee, when I got there, he said, "Are you the deliverance minister?" I said, "Yeah." He said, "A nigger being a deliverance minister?" I said, uh, "The word." Nigger means Nigra in Acts 13, which is a really beautiful word. How can I help you? I'm just very calm. Sister Taylor, this man, I said, sir, don't go and mess with that demon. You called me over here. So I binded in the name of Jesus. It took me about four hours to talk to her so she can accept Christ. And then we begin to start doing deliverance. And that spirit of jealousy came. He said, get out of the way. I can do it. I, go ahead on. I don't need you no more. Man, look at here. Then say that thing that his daughter the demon manifest back. You know he was thrown out of a two story window. Wow. This stuff is real. Wow. What what about you you Baptist pastors out there? If somebody in your church are dealing with narcomancy, you don't even know what to do. What about if you got a person dealing with talismans? You don't even know what to do. What about if you got a person dealing with black magic, white magic, green magic? You wanna know what to do. Programming, telekinesis, automatic handwriting analysis. They don't know what to do because you don't know nothing about deliverance. What about if your child has been hurt? You ain't got no healing ministry there. You can't do no physical healing, nor any spiritual healing, and y'all still go and hear this garbage. Oh, Second Kings eighteen twenty six and twenty seven is what they're doing, Evangelist Taylor. Second Kings eighteen twenty six and twenty seven. All right, Second Kings eighteen twenty six and twenty seven. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. This is awesome. I tell you, God is he, he, he's uh, he's just having his uh, uh, he's having his way tonight, and we we allow yeah. him. We allow him to have his way. Yes. Then said Eliakim, the son of Hilkiah, and Shedna, and Joah, unto Rabshakeh, Speak, I pray thee, to thy servants in the Syrian language, for we understand it, and talk not with us in the Jews' language in the ears of the people that are on the wall. But Rabshakeh said unto them, Have my master sent me to thy master and to thee? To speak these words, hath not he sent me to the men which sit on the wall that they may eat their own dung and drink their own piss with you? Then Rabshakeh, yeah, 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 yeah. They're teaching dung and piss, bowel movements. That's it, dung and piss. That's the Bible say that. See, they can't get mad at me and you, man, say that because the Lord is protecting us with scriptures. Yeah. They can't get mad at this in the Bible. Piss and dung, and y'all like that dung. Joel Osteen ain't hitting on nothing. He's going to send you straight to hell. I'll call him out and tell him I said it. T.D. Jakes ain't hitting on nothing. No anointing, none, worldly, a great storyteller. 
That's it. A great storyteller. He's a a motivational speaker. A motivational speaker. Excellent motivational speaker. And after he gets through talking to you, you're going to come up out your wallet because he's got your soul feeling good. You don't hear the spirit because you can't test the spirit because you ain't got nothing in your own spirit. Amen. So you really ain't hurting yourself if y'all don't study the word of God and come out for 2 Corinthians 6, 17, Evangelist Taylor. Yes, sir. I was talking to the Lord, just put that in my mouth, but it came right out of my mouth. 2 Corinthians 6, 17. Yes, sir. He said, wherefore, come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. Yeah, you got to come out of these churches. You got to come out of these churches where there is no power. If the gifts of the Holy Spirit, if the gifts of the Holy Spirit are not operating in your church, come out from among them. Some people are going to church because this is where my mom and them went, and my granddaddy built this church. But ain't no power in there. Why are you going to stay in there and die? Come out. Come out. God had to call Abraham out of Ur of Chaldees. He said, come out of thy father's house into a place that I will show you. God will show you to a place where you can be fed, where you can be taught, where you can be nurtured in the truth of the word of God. But you staying there out of tradition. This is where my auntie and them, uh, my family, my whole family been in this church. But there's no power in there. If they can't cast out a demon, you need to run for your life. <laughs> Young lady called me, she called me uh, a few weeks ago, and uh from uh, Louisiana, and you know that's full of witchcraft down there. And she told me that uh, basically uh, the house that she was living in, she said it was uh, uh, the house was haunted. There was a spirit in that house, and she said it would torment her. And she was hearing voices and all this stuff. And I, my first question to her was, "Have you been? Are you saved?" She said, "Yes." I said, uh, uh, "Have you been to your pastor with this?" She said, "Yes." I said, "What did he say?" He told her uh, uh, he didn't know what to tell her. I said, what? <laughs> he, he told her he didn't know what to tell her. And I said, well, did he do anything? Since he couldn't tell you anything, did he do anything? She said, no. He was scared to even touch her. I said, my God. He didn't know what to tell her, and he, did, he was scared to touch her. He wouldn't even touch her. So she had to come to me and my deliverance partner for deliverance. They do that, Ben Taylor. When I was at the hospital, hospital chaplain, Brother John, the pastor said, oh, I'll let you take care of that. You you can help. I said, they're your church members. What you mean? <laughs> I got enough of my own. You mean you can't care for me? I made him look bad in front of him. I said, you, you're supposed to be a man of God. Turn here. Well, wait a minute. Hey, turn here. Go on, turn there, man. I stuck him in front of everybody. I said, you're not even doing the basics. You don't need to be no preacher. They have no power. None. The Bible said they are whited, whited sepulchers full of dead men's bones. Jesus. 
Well, tonight the Holy people. Spirit is giving us him. We are giving the Holy Spirit free reign to say things that other people are supposed to be saying. See, they y'all want to hear say this. These no, they ain't going to say that. They're not going to say these things, Apostle, because no, they not. themselves are guilty. They got their yep. hand, they got their hand in the cash register. They're taking, they dipping in the till, they're taking the money. They're stealing from the people of God. They're not giving them nothing. You know why the spirit of entertainment is in the church, Apostle? They got to yes, give the people something for their, something for their money. They ain't got, they no, ain't got power. no miracles. They ain't got no power. Yeah, they, got right. to, they got to give them something, so they're giving them entertainment. That's they got to give they them a show. For, they paying, that's true. They're paying for entertainment, man. Yeah, they got to give them a show. They're paying for that. And, and, and they don't even know. They don't even know when them demons manifest in their services. They don't even, even know tell. that that's a demon. I saw a, pa- I saw a pastor. The demon manifested in the church. You know what the pastor did? He called the ambulance and sent the girl to the hospital. Lord have mercy, Jesus. He called the ambulance, and they got the smelling salts and, and was putting the smelling salts on, and they called the ambulance and sent that girl to the emergency room. No power. That's what Derek that, that, Prince said. They put you out and send you to a mental institution. And it was nothing but the Lord was dealing with the young lady, but they didn't they didn't they didn't want that on the camera. They didn't want to show uh, uh, first of all nobody was in there could cast a demon out probably but me and they didn't want that on the camera. <laughs> Spirit of jealousy. <laughs> yeah. So they called the ambulance and the young lady called me and said, Who gonna pay the bill? I said, Who called the ambulance? They the one called the ambulance and they pay the bill. Oh Lord have mercy, Jesus. They yeah. sent that girl to the emergency room. <laughs> you might be. I got to say this. I'm really enjoying this sermon because it's bringing memories of some things I did. I went to Miami, Florida. The pastors invited me to teach down there in Miami, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was on the pulpit, and the person's eyes manifest with white, right? He said, what the hell is that? <laughs> He said, what the hell is that? Wait a minute now. They don't do that when I'm around me. I said, because you ain't got to know the Lord on you. That's why. He said, oh, yeah, let me get up out of here. He left me, and I'm in that. <laughs> right off Northwest 36th Street, the Baptist Church in Miami, Florida. I said, Lord Jesus. He said, what the hell is that? Buddy, man, eyes rolling back <laughs>
And, uh, you know, he was in a gang and stuff like that. So the other gang was talking about coming back to retaliate, and they said they were going to shoot up the church and all of that. And when I got to the church to preach the funeral, the deacon met me and said, the pastor's gone. <laughs> the pastor left. He done, he done left. He done left. The pastor left, and he told, uh, he let, he told me uh, I was in charge. So I told the pastor, I told the deacon, I said, uh, I said, well, why did the pastor leave? He said he heard that they was going to come and shoot up the church. So he left. I told the deacon. I said, first of all, we gonna. I said we gonna pray. I said, and I'm binding up everything. I said, ain't gonna be no shooting. I stood in the pulpit and told them dope dealers and them little gang members. I told them this is the house of God and there will be no shooting in here. I said nobody's taking pictures. I said there will be absolute. I said you gonna you gonna behave. I said, oh, you're going to get put out. And they looked at me. I wasn't, I told them, and I'm not scared of you. And they stood outdoors and smoked their weed. But when they came in the church, they act like they had some sense. The pastor got in his car and left. And <laughs> left me in charge. That doesn't happen to me. That's in Miami, man. I done did this before. I tell you, it, this, is a, this is the most enjoyable Show I've done in a long time, Advanced Taylor. I'm re- and, and, and I can tell it's the power of God because I'm, I'm just sitting here and I'm hearing scriptures come out the spirit, coming out my spirit. See, when you study a lot, it, it just come out the spirit. You don't need to be right. Amen. The Holy Ghost will pull it up. The Holy Spirit will pull it up. But that's that like that Yeah. And then when the pastor left me in Miami, Florida, he called me and said, Tell the people to pay you. I said, well, when you come come back, he he said, I'm resigned. Good Listen now. at this. This is, this is First Peter chapter uh, 1 and verse 18 and 19. For as much as ye know that ye were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. You see, these preachers, they ain't got nothing. They don't have nothing because they don't, they, they don't know Jesus. In other words, they have to get out of their apostles. They have to run and leave us in their churches because they know they are no match for these demons. All they're concerned about is corruptible things. They want the silver. They want the gold. But they don't want to get deep in the things of God. So, so they you know they stuck in they, the traditions of men. Yeah. They don't want to do deliverance either, Van Taylor. They don't want to do that. No. No. They, you know what? They don't even believe in the power of God. They talk no. about the blood, but they don't believe in the power of the blood. It's, it's, it, I'm so That's proud. I'm proud of you, Janice, Van Taylor, to teach and stand up like that. that. That's why I like dealing with because you're about to re- – Real truth. People need to. We see. We don't be teaching games here, jokes. We serious. No, you want to no. come on this radio station? We about trying to change your life through the Word of God. We ain't got time for no horse bucking and uh, dung and shooting piss on people. We teach people scriptures, and and this is a needed conversation because a lot of you 
uh, out here have never heard these scriptures about false preachers before. So I hope that that can click in your spirit to get the hell out of them churches because they ain't teaching you nothing. They ain't teaching these people nothing, and they ain't doing nothing but making merchandise out of them, taking their money. Yeah. Taking their money. People pay tithes and offerings in their church, and then they still got to pay to be buried, to, to have a funeral in the church. I don't already pay my tithes and offerings. So you mean now that I'm dead, <laughs> now I got to pay some more? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, they got to pay to have right. their own funeral in the church. That's right. That's right. These pastors, I'm going to tell you something. This is an indictment against them tonight. This is an indictment against these pastors that are doing these things. I hope they're getting mad. I hope they are because maybe they'll get mad enough to repent. I hope you hope know so. that you're being exposed tonight. Maybe you'll get mad enough to repent. And a lot of them—he's not pleased pleased with his behavior. A lot of them are very stiff-necked, and they resist the Holy Ghost. Evangelist says, "Give me Second Chronicles thirty, verse eight, and Acts seven fifty-one." Okay, let me get Second Chronicles first. Second Chronicles um, thirty, verse eight. Okay, here we go. Thirty and verse eight. Now, be ye not stiff-necked, as your fathers were, but yield yourselves unto the Lord, and enter into his sanctuary, which he hath sanctified forever, and serve the Lord your God, that the fierceness of his wrath may turn away from you. Okay, yeah, what's the second one? Acts seven fifty one. They they very stiff necked. They re, they really resist the Holy Spirit, and some of them know the Holy Spirit, but they will exchange the Holy Spirit for that money. Yep, yep. Okay. Acts seven and fifty one. Here we go. Lord, I thank you tonight. I thank you tonight for this opportunity to declare your word and your name. Hallelujah. This is in living color tonight. Ye stiff-necked and uncircumcised in heart and ears, ye do always resist the Holy Ghost as your fathers did, so do ye. They resist the Holy Spirit. They know they know they're teaching wrong. Mm-hmm. Kenneth Copeland, he know the Bible. And y'all, if anybody listen to him, y'all ain't going to have no money. And if you're listening to uh, Leroy Thompson, y- y'all going to be broke. Yeah, <clears throat> but they like that kind of preaching. They love it. Oh, they like it, yeah. 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 yeah, they love it when somebody, you know, they leave those conferences apostles, and they have to go back to work broke. They save up their vacation money to go to those conferences, and when they go back home, they are dead broke. They don't let them get out of there with nothing. Golly. Can't even buy him a pack of nabs on the way home. <laughs> yeah, you know, this that church in Jamaica I cut off. I did not like to see him 
get people in line talking about sacrificial offerings. That, look at here, that ain't in no Bible. That's no, 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 no. That's not in the sacrificial offering is an Old Testament covenant. The Bible says when you tithe, it's, it's supposed to be meat in the storehouse. Now I had a when I was at the hospital, I had about fifty people attending. Then at my house, it was getting forty people in here. And the Lord told me, why are you doing this? This ain't your calling. you internet radio. So I was doing internet radio. I had 40 people over to my house. And I was getting about mm, $2,000 $2, uh, a month, but not now. But when I had that, any church member that need money at Vanity Taylor, I paid their bills. I had money for them. That's right. That's how it works. That is how That's it right. works. I never, I said, why you, no, here. They said, Pastor, we ain't never had that. Because the Bible says that you got to have money in the storehouse. But the storehouse is for people who give to that building or where y'all worship at. Y'all supposed to give them something else. Y'all at least give them some gas while they're up here volunteering on Tuesdays cleaning up the church. You can give them some money. They won't give them nothing. They won't give them Not nothing. Not one dime would they give them. And they call it volunteer. Yeah, okay, why don't you volunteer? And don't you come up here with no check. Yeah. Yeah, it's you, what's good you, for you, the good you, go, you don't get no check. Yeah, you go. You don't. You want these volunteers or Tuesday night? People have to drive their car, go to a choir rehearsal. That's money, meat in the storehouse. Malachi three ten. Meat supposed to be in the storehouse for Christians to get paid. You preachers who got these one thousand five hundred members, y'all can pay them people who volunteer in there. Y'all can give them some ga- gas, but these give them fifty dollars. Y'all really want to do that? Yeah, they don't want to give them nothing. They don't want to give Free. them nothing because they, they want it all for themselves. Free. And then yep. the Lord told me, I did not call you for a church. I called you through the Internet. And I dispersed to that. Now, some left, went to different churches. And every now and then I hear one or two. But I'm not called for church. I'm called for Internet. Because I really believe that God's going to get messages out in the Internet more freely than he can in them church buildings. Amen. The Internet is going to be the new method. Because, first of all, it's worldwide, quicker. You can get that word out quicker. There are places that we could not go that the word can still go. We cannot jump on the plane. I'm going to tell you this, Evangelist. Right now, as we speak, we got, I'm going to read these nations to you. We got South Africa. Right now, Mozambique. Amen. Cairo, Egypt. United States, Finland, Switzerland, Uganda, Iceland, Papua New Guinea, New Zealand, Australia, Mesopotamia, uh, who's at Trinidad, Tobago, and Havana, Cuba, right now. Amen. To God be the glory. And that's more fast than you can reach more people, because if you go to a church, they won't let us preach this because the pastor shut it down. Yeah, and not only that, we we couldn't get there. We couldn't get to all these countries that you just named. We we hit all those countries in this two hours, but we it would take us weeks to get to all those countries that you just named. We're doing it right now with 423 people listening worldwide on this thing. Amen. Because they got it connected to the Internet radio, so they're hearing it on live deliverance. Amen. Uh, Peter said unto him, thy uh, money perish with thee, because thou hast thought 
that the gift of God may be purchased with money. Thou hast neither part nor lot in this matter, for thy heart is not right in the sight of God. He said, Repent, therefore, of this thy wickedness, and pray, God, if perhaps the thought of thine heart may be forgiven thee. You see, people want to appear like they got the Holy Ghost. They don't have the Holy Ghost, but they want to operate in the in the gifts of the Spirit. So they, 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 you know, they got classes now, Apostle, where they try to teach people how to speak in tongues. Oh, you know, Van said we down yes. to 10 minutes. Just take a intermediate with a song, Evangelist uh, uh, Janice Taylor, God's Promise. We're going to open up the lines for questions, uh, questions uh, concerning tonight's teaching. Uh, after the song is over, if, if you're interested in finding how to purchase these CDs, Evangelist Taylor will I'll let you know. We're going to take a four minute and six second intermission.
Welcome to Live Deliverance Internet Radio. It's Janet Taylor. Sister Taylor, I'm a musician, and I wanted to let you know that you that have a very powerful vibrato voice. I mean, it's it's a beautiful sound. You know, out of all the songs, that's my favorite. Evangelist Taylor, wow. I'm going to open up this thing. Oh, I love that song. I, I listen. That's a beautiful song. All your songs are beautiful. That one, that's my favorite. <laughs> Amen. All right. Can you hear me, Brother John? Chapman John Durton. He's got his hand up, and I don't. Hello, Brother John. Can you hear me? Evangelist, he got he got the hand up. I see it on the screen, but he's not. Okay, one last time, Chapman. Chapman Durden, he got the he got the mic on. I'm speaking through it, and I see his hand. He, uh, we have a technical problem. You know what? We got that message out. Amen. We got that we got that message out. Well, I can't get a hold of some. Okay, Vanda Taylor, tell and take your yes. time. Y'all need to sow a seed to the sister. Uh, ain't nothing free. Our labor's not worth of its high. We don't we ain't asking for millions of dollars. Whatever you sow. So a seed to this sister. She's been a blessing to me. And uh, I enjoy her fellowship. And I thank God I met her through Jermaine Edwards. And that's, she's been a blessing ever since. Chapman Durden, can you hear me? We can hear him a little bit. Yeah, he's trying to speak into his into the phone. But it may be a technical end. I turned it off. And I tell you, Mrs. Taylor been on each other for a long time. She's a wonderful, sincere a sister who's very committed to the ministry of deliverance and, and the teaching of God's word. So please pay attention. And so is she. She's going to tell you how to get the music, how to contact us. She's going to tell you about our Bible study. And she's going to tell you about Thursdays, how to continue to come in here. She's here on every Thursday. That's her night. So let me get out the way. It's an honor working with Evangelist. I, I really felt the presence of God moving tonight through scripture, through your revelation knowledge, work, both of us working as one. See, when people can harmonize, that is what happened when the Holy Spirit can, when two or more gathered through harmonization of scriptures. And that's why Amen. it was successful tonight. You got the yes, message, there was Taylor. No... I'm out the way. Amen, amen. Um, and I thank God for Apostle Emmett Overton. I've learned so much from him over the years. There was no spirit of competition between us, never has been, never will be. We just taught together tonight, and the Holy Ghost had its way, and God was glorified. That's the main thing. So for those of you that would like to get that CD, it's called A New Beginning by Janet Taylor, and you can get it on iTunes. You can go to cdbaby.com or you can get it through Reverb Nation. It's on all three of those. Or you can go to my website, which is www.wallsoffiredeliverancemin.com, and um, you can get it there as well. Uh, also, if you would like to sow a seed, if you've been blessed by tonight's message and you want to sow a seed, you can do so through PayPal, or Zell and um, use this email address, jet245 
at msn.com as the ID. And that way it'll come directly to me. And, uh, you know, if you're encouraged to want to join us for Sweet Hour Prayer on Monday through Saturday at 12 noon for one hour and on Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for one hour, feel free to join us for prayer. We we are a praying ministry. And um, the number is 425, area code 425-436-6333. And the access code is 716-5050, followed by the pound sign. Again, if you'd like to sow a seed to this ministry, you can do so through PayPal or through Zelle. And just use this email address, jet245 at msn.com. That's the ID for the um to sow a seed through PayPal or through Zelle. If you'd like to get the CD, again, it's called A New Beginning. You can get it on iTunes. You can get it on cdbaby.com, or you can get it on reverbnation.com. And the name of it is called A New Beginning, Evangelist Janet Taylor. And uh, I, I pray that you have been blessed tonight. Um, we have, I have certainly enjoyed being your host tonight and uh, every Thursday night. We're so glad to have Apostle Emmett Overton as uh, my guest tonight. And just thank God for the Holy Ghost, how he was here tonight, and how he uh, just put it all together, worked it all together. So we're going to uh, conclude tonight's session which was exposing the traditions of men in the church. We talked about good things versus God things. And we're going to conclude tonight's session with the word of God, with uplifted hands. Now the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you perfect, in every good work to do his will, working in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. And that comes from Hebrews chapter 13, verses 20 and 21. I have truly enjoyed the opportunity to be with you all on tonight. Thanks, everybody, from all of the nations that tuned in. I pray that you were blessed. I pray that you have just been encouraged, and I pray that you would be steadfast and unmovable. Some of you know the truth, and you're you're struggling against what you're seeing, but the word of the Lord says, be ye steadfast and unmovable always abounding in the work of the Lord. That's 1 Corinthians 15 and 58. May God bless you, and we look forward to seeing you back here on next Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. God bless everyone, and I bid you all good night.